Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> my guy my guy i shout out connor i don't have a beer to to crack open but yeah that's all right <laughs> neither do i that's <laughs> true man how's it going brother oh man i'm just chilling you know yeah yeah you chilling know? like a villain trying to survive yeah, I how about you man i am i'm good i yeah. i've been i've been excited to talk to you oh okay just that way like just no as... one ever is <laughs> Not, not even your kids. They're not, not even. They don't... <laughs> Never. Never. Oh, man. No, I, I, honestly, man, it's been, it's been one, it's been a while um, it, to talk, talking to you uh, Two, It's, it's just like nice hearing your voice, man. Like starting you, you again, like I always say this, man, you started it all for us and, and I can't, I can't commend you the work you've done and everything you do with the South of the Six still. I know you went on a little hiatus, but you came back and we're all happy about that. Toronto Raptors Twitter is all happy about that. All right. Well, I know that no one can see like the video chat right now, but um, Adam, Adam hasn't sh- uh, uh, shaved his beard. His glorious beard is still there. So don't worry about it. He's got no, Buffalo it. Bills going everywhere, you know. I got oh, a Raptors bar back there too. Ooh, well done, know, man. Well done. You right gotta give there. us like a little little tour of your of your band cave. I see it. it. Right. I see it. There. There, there it is. And I got the flag right. There it is. It's weird because everything's in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam just like waving his finger left. Yeah, right no, no, yeah. he doesn't even know what he's doing. Um, but welcome to That's a Rap podcast, a podcast by Raptors fans for Raptors fans. No, you don't hear uh, J number one. No, you don't hear Dre. You hear Mr. Adam Corsair from the South of the Six podcast, my man. I mean, again, I, I don't even do the intro again for you, man. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm just chilling, dude. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just living and yeah. I'm thriving. I'm I'm hoping I'm thriving. How about yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I got a I got a newborn. I got yeah. a I got a eight. He's about to turn eight months tomorrow, which is okay. So crazy. And yeah. I, I look, listen. I, I know this is a Raptors podcast, but I don't really care. I'm just shooting the shit with my friend, good old friend. I haven't even like seen you in person, but I feel like we're already really good friends. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to shoot the shit with you, talk about fatherhood, talk about Jays, eventually talk about hoops. But like, you didn't tell me anything that had to go with fatherhood, man. Fatherhood is crazy. It yeah, is man. next level. And and the reason why I want to bring this up to you, because you used to have a podcast with your with your wife, Cindy, called uh, While She's Napping. I don't ben? think I don't think you've you've released anything lately. I'm not sure no. if you're planning to. But no. when you were when you when you did have that, I was listening religiously for one. And just because like it was it was just you two kind of talking about parenting, parenthood, so you know, mm. sometimes and, and of course like other issues that arose, but like man, parenthood is crazy. It, it's like you, you they don't tell you anything, you just jump right into it. You're you're thrown into deep waters, as they say. And I only have one. I don't know how you're dealing with multiple. Let's just put it that way. Um, two's our cat. Um <laughs> yeah, two Two's the cap. Um, we were fortunate. Um, we wanted a girl off the rip, and we yeah. were fortunate to get a girl off the rip. Um, not that there's anything wrong with boys or whatever. We, you know, it's fine. Yeah, we yeah. just, for some reason, we just clicked and wanted wanted girls. Um, and for the second child, I didn't really care. I was just like, you know, I, one of each is fun. Uh, two yeah. girls is cheaper because <laughs> all the handouts and stuff. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It well, I mean, matter. like Sydney could also like hand me down when when they're you know like of age, right? When they really? when they can grow into her her clothes too, right? But like, I mean, I mean, hey, at at some point, maybe you're gonna you're gonna hand me down some of your clothes too. You never know. You have no you idea. Never. You yeah, know? you never. But um, two is yeah. nuts, man. Good for you. Good for you, Sydney. Two is great, man. And I look. You're you're in the thick of it because eight yeah. months you're in the thick of it. So yeah, you know, yeah, man. When people are like, "Yo, save your sleep," I'm like, first of all, there's no saving. There's no sleep. You know what? You know what? You know what irks me? You know what irks me the most, man? Whenever someone's like, "You gotta sleep when they're sleeping." Do you know how much shit you have to do mm. when when you don't have to take care of the kid? You know what I mean? Like you have to like you know prepare the bottles and wash everything and prepare where they're what they're eating and also find time to eat for yourself. And to yep. drink some water, you know, what I mean? you don't even know. By the time it's like four p.m., you're like, oh, you know what? I haven't even eaten lunch yet. So it's not not about like when he, when they're napping, when they're napping. The fact that you guys like made a podcast while they're napping is incredible it, already. Yeah, I mean, I, I this one of the benefits of 2020 that um, we discovered that we had the time to do it, even, yeah. even though you're talking about like having time crunches, which is true. Um, when the world gets back going and you have to go to the office and you have responsibilities that involve traveling and getting out of the house, yeah, it's yeah. a lot more to do the, that kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
That's fair. So that's why I, I think it's I think it's out the door right now. If she wants to do it every once in a while, I don't care. Um, yeah, it's fun, man. And you know what? Like, you're talking about, you know, having to do all these things while the child naps, which is true. Mm-hmm. With two, two, like if 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 and when if you ever decide to have a second, or even if you don't, if you have two kids, that second child's nap. You have to entertain the first. Oh my so god! It, yeah, <laughs> no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's. What, I, I'll tell you this much: we're capping at one. Like I've okay. always, I've always wanted a a larger family. I was like, you know, your baby talk and everything. I was like, let's have a let's have a family of, uh, let's have four kids, right? Like that. Mm. That sounds something I wanted was wanted to do. And then she, Christine, has never wanted more than one, and I will never ever disrespect like her wishes. And so yeah. she, we've always we always talked about one. We've always wanted one, and and lo and behold, we have a beautiful child. And we're not we're not thinking of having another one. Um, but uh, but to power to be all uh, people who have multiple like three or four or five kids. Like I commend you, man, because having having one already you got those you got those 4 a.m feeds you know you got those you got to make sure that he's he's eating and pooping well and like trying to keep everything clean while also making sure that you know they they still i don't know get sick in a way i don't know man like father that's true that's that's yeah 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 parenthood parenthood's next level parenthood's next level all right well get sick and you can't you don't know because they can't talk to you yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're just crying, right? And then, yeah. you know, they they they're trying to say something, and they're trying yeah. to like communicate to you, and you're trying to communicate to them. But like, there's just a miscon, there's a, a disconnect, and you're just trying your best. You know, that's what it is. I think that's what parenthood is. If everyone who's listening right now who's thinking about being a parent, know this: there is never going to be a real playbook. You just got to do. You just got to do you. You just got to survive. You know, do do what Adam does. Just just be just do you. You know? Just thrive. Yeah, just thrive. And I think it'll be fine. Fatherhood's nuts. And uh, I know I, I know that we're gonna talk for raptors eventually, okay? Eventually, but I need to I have a I have a um burning question right here. Lay it on right me. now. Let's look. All right. <clears throat> Oppenheimer or Barbie? I got girls, man. Yeah. I got two girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Listen, I will. I want to. Okay, I'm. I'm putting the record out there, man. I want to see Barbie over Oppenheimer. I just want to. Like, I, I, okay. I freaking love Christopher Nolan. He's like the old. He's he's the goat. He's the goat. Yeah. To me yeah. At this at this point in time, but Barbie, it's it looks fun. It looks funny. It looks like it's gonna make you laugh. It's gonna make look make you cry. Existential like anxiety. Like I think it's it looks very very entertaining. Oppenheimer looks like a three-hour experience, you know. And I think, like at this moment, I'm just like I'm I'm here for something a little less heavy, you know. There, there's there's a little bit too much heaviness in the in the news out there. Uh, I just need something light. I need something fun. I need I need to see Ryan Gosling as Ken. You know what I mean? Like give me give me something give me something light and fun, man. So that's just that's just me. But besides besides the fact that you have two girls that you're gonna bring them to, would you rather watch Oppenheimer or would you rather watch Barbie? I feel like my house is already Oppenheimer because it's all like <laughs> it's all in chaos all the time. Well done. Um, well done. So I, I feel like I'm living it. Yeah, yeah. Um it depends. If I'm gonna make a night of it and I'm gonna go see it at maybe IMAX and yeah. see an experience in I think it was in like fifty 
58 millimeter camera, like the way it was supposed to be done. Yeah, something crazy. Then, yeah. then I'll do that. But if I'm just if I'm just trying to unwind and turn off my brain, I'll watch Barbie. I don't care, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. No shame. Whatever. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That shit. That looks crazy. That looks fun. Yeah. That looks a lot of yeah. fun. I, I and right now, like in Toronto, I'm not sure sure uh, about Boston, but like in Toronto, like you can't find a ticket anywhere. Like it, it, no, it's same. it's harder than a than a than a Raptors playoff game. I'll tell you same. that. Same. Yeah. 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 It's nuts. Um, if if you were to watch like a double feature, which one would you watch first? Oppenheimer. Just get that out of the way, Ooh, and then I really unwind with Barbie. I don't want to go into Open Oppenheimer with like. I don't know. I, I feel like I'll be, I don't want to go down on a low note. You know, yeah. like I feel like ending with Barbie is ending on a high note, right? Okay. You're just, okay. you're in a better mood after Barbie. I guess Barbie. so. I guess so. I think I had this conversation with Christine. I think I would have start with Barbie just like, kind of like in a matinee. You know what I mean? Mm. Like watching the, where it, uh, at lunch or like before lunch, go out and talk about it. Uh, have okay. have like a two p.m. like lunch, and then wait for the experience of Oppenheimer because you got to watch that for three hours. You got to sit on your ass for three hours, you know. Sick. And then and then talk about it after that. So I don't know. To to each their own. Um, that 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 movie segment was for you, Dre. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. Next next burning question I got to ask you, brother. Would you rather trade Vladi for Otani, or would you rather trade Scotty for Lillard? Mm, in a vacuum or given the current situation for both teams in, in a vacuum in a vacuum i i actually i think the answer is the same for both i'd rather get otani ooh you're getting okay. two players yeah you're getting a pitcher and a hitter yeah yeah that's true but the thing is if he comes into uh i guess the the eastern conference he doesn't have to pitch right no it doesn't matter he's pitching either way he's he's they're both in the American League, the Angels and the Jays. So he's oh. pitching, hitting no matter what, and he's okay. oh, at both. So you're getting yeah, two yeah. plays. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Vladdy, I don't want to. This a lot of people are in group set. Um, I, <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Vladdy. I think Jays fans have a tendency to overhype their prospects, and it's not that they don't pan out to be good players. Of course, they do some. Right. They do like uh, Obichet and Vladdy have turned out to be exceptional, um, but they're not. I wouldn't classify them as elite yet. Maybe you can give the edge to Obichet, but I don't think Vladdy is elite. When you have, in my opinion, the best player to ever play, and that I mean uh, that includes yeah 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 that includes Babe Ruth. That includes Babe Ruth. Hundred percent. You have an opportunity to get him on your team just trading Vladdy straight up, which never happened. But mm-hmm. GM was drunk. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm smashed. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. I mean, I got you thinking for a second. I think that's what I was looking for, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You and know? I don't know that I'm on Dame. Yeah. Eh. We'll get into that. We'll get into when... that. All right, all right. We'll we'll hold off for the Raptors talk. All right. Final one for you, man. Would you rather let Cindy watch? Taylor Swift again, or would you rather watch Tool? So you have to give up one or the other. Like I think I feel like you already watched Tool, so I'm I'm assuming that to see Tool again. But then again, Cindy just watched Taylor Swift. So which one would you rather give? You have to give up one or the other. I have to give up. So the question is, what gun to head? Either I see Tool or Cindy sees Taylor Swift. Correct. One of them has to go. Okay. Yeah. Um. I've seen Pool 
six times six times holy listen yeah i i don't think no i've watched no i've watched coldplay six times i'll I'll give you that yeah Yeah. but i've seen two of once and i tell this to everybody that that who who like just watches shows tool is one of the best performances i've ever seen in my life and i've and i've gone to at least like triple digits concerts i'm just small shows big shows what have you right but tool best performance i've ever seen like tightest as tight as can be and you're talking about like hard music to play so oh those guys were immaculate immaculate so the fact that you got to watch them six times is yeah. incredible okay yeah I, the first time i seen it was in uh during the water alice tour way oh, back in like 2001 God. so i got them right at the peak and it, it was i was on the floor so it was pretty amazing Damn. and then after that thousand days to where i saw them four times during that wow and then other titles this is this is pre-baby though right this is pre-baby adam wait you baby i think (laughs) uh, the the, the latest um the latest tour well the the latest album um i i seen them while uh my other list was so okay and which is a night out um if you go to youtube and you look up danny carey playing Muma live that's from the um oh. here is the edits it's just yeah yeah um since, since i've seen them six times and since cindy has only seen tay tay once um and she was like at her emotional peak when it came to that <laughs> show it was like an event. yeah like when yeah, you yeah. see tool you don't cause people no. cause like hey. yeah no 100 so, yeah so i'm gonna I, give it to my wife I'm okay her. okay no i i i appreciate that because i would have i would have been like adam come on man Come on, let's let's be real. I've seen Taylor Swift twice with Christine, and I I want to say that, and and both shows were at the Skydome. Uh, nice. They were like, and and the Skydome holds fifty thousand people, like, mm-hmm. and that's that's for Jays. If it's for the concert, I think it's even more. And it that was the it was like kind of not i don't know scary it was like i wouldn't say it was uncomfortable at all i i, I if i could i would cosplay myself if i if i could do it but the um, sheer amount of people at the taylor swift concert was kind of scary because yeah. it's like the mosh pit outside and in you know it, yeah. it, it like that that's an event for the ages it's one of those like you have to go if you can if you have a chance to speak and you, if you have the money to watch it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you go, you go watch Taylor Swift. You're, you're going for Taylor. You're going for the music, but you're really going for the production. And the production yep. for Taylor Swift was in, was incredible. But okay, um, that's enough of of. Well, I questions. do have a lot of other questions that I wanted, but maybe that we can do that off the air because I have so many more parenting yeah. questions for yeah. you, yeah. bro. But since this is a Raptors podcast, and I don't want to take up too much of your time because you know what? Both of us are on the clock, actually. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I know. Same. I got to yeah. ask you, man. Um, Masai was golden. A couple of years ago, you remember when he was about to sign the extension and 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 it was like almost like Larry or Rogers and Bell were holding out, right? Dang. And everybody on Raptors Twitter was like, give this man equity in the in MLSE gave him whatever he needs right and i'm not saying he's like I, well i mean maybe at this point he's not worth it but <laughs> at, at the same at the same point i was one of them i'll tell you this right yeah, now same. and and he he like Masai was almost bigger than the raptors if you really think about it it's like do what do whatever it takes to get Masai. but then 
you kind of take off the Raptors glasses a little bit. You know, he made a bold choice to to trade for DeMar for Kawhi. It worked out. And I would say that even if we didn't win a championship, I feel like it still would have been a good trade. I wouldn't fault him for that. At this point in time, though, it's it's not 2019 anymore. It's been a while since it's been 2019, and I haven't seen anything outside of picking a top four player um, in the draft pick that was going number four anyways, you know, or in the top five anyways. I'm not saying that yeah. it wasn't a good choice for, for, for to pick Scotty, but I'm just thinking that, like, it, it's it the rose-colored color glasses for both Bobby and Masai has come off just a touch. And, and I don't think a lot of people are, are talking about it enough, you know, because if you if you really think about it, the truth of the matter is superstars don't come here. Right. And that's OK. We've 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 dealt with it for 25 years. It's fine. We've you know, but how do how, what do we do in order to make this team better is asset management and what they mm-hmm. did with Fred and what they've done with uh, Mark. Marcus Gasol, Serge Ibaka, um, Kawhi Leonard, not getting anything out of those players kind of makes you question why why give equity to Masai if he can't make this team out of purgatory? And I think that's where the frustration comes in with all of the fan base too, is that there is no direction. If you were going to blow it up, blow it up. If you're if mm-hmm. if Siakam. If Fred, like you said, if if Fred wasn't going to sign extension, you you better have talked about trading him. You couldn't, you can't be like, you know what? Let's wait until the off season and see if he's going to resign. I, I feel like you have to give this team a direction. You know what I mean? If you're going to go all in, go all in. Shit, I won't fault you for it. You know what I mean? You have to take chances, and you did. So why pull back? It's just so strange for Raptors. A Raptors fan base have been that have been in the dog pile for 20 years and then reached at the top of the mountain for a couple years and now we're just there you know and i think that's where the raptor fans are uncomfortable with you know what i mean the, yeah. they have to do yeah. something i think and that's just me you know being a couch gm of course but they have this can't be it this this rush construction right now it can't be it so uh, when Connor listens, I'm sure he's going to be proud that you used the term asset management. That that's a copyright Connor Chambers. <laughs> I, I think I took that from him actually. You know, that's patent, pe- that's, patent pending he, from Connor. Okay, he'll he'll be so proud. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's all the reason why people. You know, you, you, I think the, you said no one's really talking about Masai, other than like Kareem and maybe uh, Blake. Uh, to a degree, mm. I mean, I know he's got, he works for Sportsnet, so it's kind of like you can't cross that line. Uh. It's, you can't talk about it because you're going to get crucified if you do. You can't talk about Masai being questionable in his decision making allowed and have a, a, a proper discourse about it because the, just the mere thought of questioning Masai's decision making process will get you crucified. I think personally that you know, when you look at the, the large landscape of his tenure as a Toronto Raptors GM slash president, you know, the Rudy Gay trade, fantastic. You had to do it. You had to reset the roster, even acquiring Kyle Lowry. Great job. Not trading away Kyle Lowry early great. on. Yeah. Great job. These are mm-hmm. still great decisions. 
signing Damari Carroll, which at that time was the biggest free agent signing in Raptors yes, history. Yeah, you're right. Didn't really turn out to be great, but still, like it, it paid off in its own way. You know, trading, um, trading for Serge, um, trading Terrence Ross away, getting Serge Ibaka, um, trading JV away to get uh, Marcus All. These, you know, even acquiring Kawhi and of course Danny Green. Um, these were all moves that were and should be celebrated. Outside of that, though, like a lot of those came into that landscape of the 16, 17, 18, 19 seasons. Outside of that landscape, I'm not seeing a lot. Like right. training from Thad Young, although like great veteran piece, did we need to do that? Especially for a first, did we need to do that? I don't necessarily I think mean, so. I mean, he was going to be available at the free agency anyways. You know what I mean? And Yeah, and that's what I feel about Yak. That's exactly how I feel about Yaka Pertle. If Yaka Pertle was, because we, we talk about, you know, no one no one does this, you know, what, what's the term I'm looking for? No one, um, uh, whatever, tampers. No one tampers ah. at the trade deadline. That's, what, that, I, that's a straight BS. BS. Straight yes. BS. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They I think they knew, look, we're not going to trade for you unless you give us some sort of reassurance that you're going to resign. If Yaka right. Pertle was like, yo, I'm down to resign, maybe you take the pump the brakes a little bit and be like, all right. Well, maybe we'll just sign you then and yeah. keep our first. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. For? I, yeah, no, I, I, I drew for saying. What are we I, going I didn't for? Understand. I don't know. I, I under, I, I completely agree with you in that, in, in that front, man. Like he was, he like Yak, Yak is a great player. You saw how how he changed uh, the game for the Raptors with Fred Van Vliet. Uh, mm-hmm. in the lineup, and and now it's like, who's he gonna who's gonna screen for, Scotty? Yeah, where's you know the pick how, and roll? You know what I mean? Like, he was gonna. I don't understand. He was gonna be available this year. Mm-hmm. I, anyway, sorry. I, I I apologize for cutting you off. No, no. I, I just I look at these moves and I say, okay, yes, he's a valuable asset to the organization, and I think a lot of people think that is because they see what transpired in eighteen nineteen and they clutch onto that. And I right. understand you and I, we were there, man. Like we saw that whole thing unfold from you guys, especially I mean, the Kawhi trade is the anniversary of that's a wrap. Like that is the mm-hmm. unfolding of the Maasai legacy. And it's really hard to just chip away at that. But sports, especially in professional sports where you have like GMs making certain decisions, it's cutthroat. And I understand like we can, it, both things can be true. We can appreciate what he's done for us and for this organization and bringing the the city of Toronto a championship. While at the same time, you have to say, what have you done for me lately? Because nothing. Like Mm. nothing really of value that's going to make me think, wow, you're one of the best. I can't even say GMs anymore, but like you're the one of the best managers, front office managers in the sport. I don't know that that's true. I mean, like Danny Ainge sort of kind of ran circles around him last year with the Jets. They almost made the playoffs with a boatload mm. of firsts. And look mm. at OKC, look at Presti. Like he's mm-hmm. drowning in picks. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and I've said this before, I would rather be the Jazz or the Thunder right now than the Raptors in terms of Ooh. like at where I would like my team to be. Because there's like a trajectory for both of those teams that's sky high right now like the, the sky is the limit and they're still good like especially the thunder they're still a really good team right. and you have the, right. that sort of that that pick capital in the chamber 
they're going to be dangerous. You right. can't say the same about the Raptors. No, you're right. I mean, even listening to Will Lou on on the Raptor Show pod, he well, he was at Vegas. You see, uh, when you when you throw out a team at, at at Vegas, you want your prospects to be there, and the only prospects we had was Grady, and mm-hmm. and uh and and Noel. And the mm-hmm. thing is that everybody else it, like made it maybe may a two way. Maybe if you look at somebody like they threw out for Indiana, now that team, that team was stacked for, for albeit it's a Vegas league, but you can see the trajectory. You're excited to see this team and, and the future for the Raptors. You can't really say too much about it at this moment. Here's my question though. So, I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that Masai is bad at his job. I, I, I we're, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to sit here and say that at all. Same. He, yeah. he's, he's done fantastic. Uh, he's in the in the past. And do you think that it is because he's kind of? And I'm, I'm not putting the two together, okay, Adam? Sure. But do you yeah. think he's putting? He's doing the Elon Musk. He has too much stuff on his plate. You know, he has mm. the Giants of Africa. He has a lot of things going on outside of, of MLSC and also being the president of a, uh, a professional sports team. Do you think that is just too much for him and that he may need just to kind of step back a little bit, either to step back in one of the, the things that he's already doing or maybe just give the reins to somebody else? I don't think Masai has complete autonomy. Mm. I think a lot of this comes from the top down. I think MLSE, I think I personally believe, you can call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, but I personally believe the rumors are true that they're trying to recoup lost revenue from the Tampa season, the bubble, um, and, they're, and they're trying to, to gain some value from that. And ever since like 2015, was it, when they were facing the Wizards and you know before that it was Brooklyn, like those playoff years, consistent playoff appearance, you sort of get jaded by that revenue you sort of get jaded mm. by the the crowd and it, it's beautiful i love seeing it like we all reap the benefits of that seeing a playoff basketball team consecutive years in a row is amazing um but there comes a time where you have to reset and one of two things is true it's either the top down saying to Masai, don't reset we need this, this revenue we want this revenue mm. you get us into the playoffs and we're happy i don't i don't Yes, of course, you want to win a championship, but just as long as you make playoffs, we're getting revenue. That, or it's Masai just being so incredibly stubborn that he just wants to force himself into the playoffs and he's latched on to that 2018-19 mantra of if you have a 5% chance of making the playoffs, then you have to do it. If you have a 5% Mm -hmm. chance of winning the championship, then you have to do it. And what bothers me so much about all this is that we were sold a bill of goods when he traded away DeMar, when he fired Dwayne Casey, saying and preaching and sticking to it, you can't run the same thing back over and over again and expect different results. Well, you're doing that now. You're, you mm. are so stubborn with your, your assets, your OG who's on an inspire, expiring contract, your Pascal Siakam who's on an expiring contract, Fred Van Vliet that was on an expiring contract, and they flamed out. And you think just adjusting the coach is going to make that team excel further? That's what I mean about saying I don't have that much faith in or put that much stock into a new coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you would get further, maybe around further into the play-in tournament right? It, it, with, as a result of a new coach. You have to reset. And they think about mm-hmm. a dynasty league, right? If, if you... 
a dynasty basketball league, right? If you have an asset that's aged, like if someone has a Fred Van Vliet in their dynasty league right now, now is the time to trade him. Now is the time to trade him away while there's hype and the wheels aren't going to fall off because they will. And like, maybe not this year, maybe next year they're going to fall off, but you want to recoup that value, take it into your team and invest in it and make your team constantly a consistent young contender. We are not seeing that with this Raptor squad. Right, right. Which leads me to believe that if they don't trade or if they don't sign uh, Pascal uh, to a, I guess, a team-friendly deal, I think that they have to trade him. You You have to. Like, if he, if he, if if we lose Pascal for nothing... I've already thought that Fred losing Fred was uh, catastrophic. If we lose Pascal, that's I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's fireable. You know what yeah. I mean? You have to get something for Pascal. Pascal is literally your number one option, not the best player, top fifteen player in this league. And if you don't get anything for him in return for the benefit of the team, because what Masai is doing, yes. We want to do well for these players. Yes, we want to make sure that these players are well and 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 get them contracts and and feed them well, right? But at the end of the day, you're working for the team, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get that, you know, shout out Khan. If you can't uh, asset your manage or manage your assets well enough and get what it, you need from Pascal, it's that's it for me. That's it with when it comes to Masai and Bobby. So do you think, and I asked this to the guys point blank uh, last episode for Dre and Jay, mm-hmm. do you think Pascal is going to be here as a Raptor in the beginning of the season? Yeah. And he shouldn't do. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Interesting. So you think the, the trade talks are over? Yeah, I think uh, again, on the one hand, I can't blame Masai seeing what, Rudy Gobert cost and was yeah. paid for yeah. and him saying, look, man, like this is the cost of, of an all NBA player. Yeah. But again, much like I said before about the blue Jays and their prospects, I think Raptors fans have a tendency to overvalue their players. And I think Raptors fans are like, yo, I think Pascal's worth at least two, three first round picks. I, and I get it. I get it. But that's just that's every team. That's that's every fan base. Yeah, oh, Come yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, believe me, Celtics fans are crazy. But like, uh, uh, I'm amongst we won't them. Go but there. Like, we, won't, we won't go there. We won't go there. <laughs> but you yeah, have to live in the midst of it. So we won't. That's go what there, I'm saying. Bro. So, you know, like. I think you got to scale it back and be like, all right, yeah. this isn't 2022 off-season value we're talking about. Like, the, the sh- tide has already shifted again. It's all relative to the time. And if Messiah is going to stand firm and be like, no, this is the cost. Siakam, uh, extension? No. This is still the cost. And then we have a problem here. And I think right. that he's sticking to his guns, it's specifically with Atlanta and Indiana. This is the cost. Are you going to pay it? No. He's on the squad. And it, I, I, Pascal has no reason to sign an extension right now. None. Zero. If he wants that super max, which is what he should want, he mm-hmm. needs to play this year. And he needs to hope for an all-NBA season again. And if he makes it, he's getting that super max. And now the Raptors are ultra screwed because what are you going to do? <laughs> you ha- if right. right now, you accepting this offer right now, Pascal Siakam, no, I'm going to get the best 
possible offer, not the offer that I'm looking for. I'm going mm. to say, Atlanta, this is what Indiana's offering. Can you beat it? No, Indiana, he's yours. Mm. You have to get something. Mm. And I think when it comes to talking, convincing Raptor fans or just NBA fan bases when their players are being in trade rumors, your trade is going to be underwhelming. Whenever yeah. you're trading away your best player, that whatever you're getting back, regardless, it's going to be underwhelming. And I think we as Raptor fans are going to have to accept that because you're right. We're not trading him when he's top 15 because who would? He's top 15 player. Of course, you want him on our team. But at this moment, he's not. And not saying that he's not a fantastic player, because he is. If he isn't going to sign that extension, or or if he wants to get that Supermax here, like you said, and he, and, and he wants to, and he should, then recoup those assets, man. Look at the future. You have to. You have to. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... And I... I, I, I there, it's like a... It's like a uh, double-edged sword right you love the fact that Masai uh backs his players all the time right and i feel like both fred and siakam og now scotty they're all his players right mm -hmm. they're all they've come up with Masai, and they're like family and i get that and i love that about Masai. i think everybody does but as the asset manager as the team president of your favorite basketball team there's too much of the emotion behind it emotion yep. behind your players you know and not understanding where like you you have to look kind of in the future that's what a president does you know what i mean yes you, you you can be you can read the benefits of what you did prior before but right now it's not like we're doing anything it's not like we're gonna be like I understand being in the playing, you could if you if you just get into the dance, you could be Miami. But I'm sorry, Adam, we're not Miami. No, you know no. we don't have Jimmy. There we don't is. have Spo, and there that's and that's the matter of the fact. So you have to find out what to do with what you have now, and to think of the future. And so again, it's like a double-edged sword with Masai. I love him about how personal he gets, how passionate he gets with his players. At the same time, it's like, are you thinking long term? I don't know. I don't know if he thinks about it enough, maybe. It's just I always circle back. You can't run the same thing over and over and expect mm. different results. That, I, those aren't my words. Those are Masai's words. So what are we <laughs> doing? Why, what are we doing? Yes, Fred. Okay, Fred's gone and we got a new coach. Okay. But like your core is still the same. It is still exactly yeah. the same. So what are we doing? What is it know. that we're doing? Uh, to me, it's it makes me question Messiah, and I've never been in this position before. It's usually just like autopilot. And it's like, yeah, man, like make it whatever Trust decision you want, and yeah, and right. your decision is going to end up being the right one anyway. I don't care, even if I disagree with it. I trust right, your right, decision. Right. I'm right. questioning his decision making right now, hmm. and it it's it's a weird place to be. And again. A lot of Raptors fans, and this is no disrespect to anybody that's listening that is, this is the joys of winning a championship in the city. A lot of Raptors fans are new to the, or relatively because of the championship, and that's great. That's great that they're new to the fan base and, and a championship brought in more fans. You want to have more fans in your city. Right. You want more fans watching your team, obviously. So they've never been in a position where they've seen this team really bad. 
before. Right. And it's sort of like, why can't we recreate the magic of 1819? Like I see people say like, bring back Kyle, sign surge again, bring that. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't want that. And if we do have that, it's going to be a lot yeah. worse than what we have right now. No yeah, disrespect yeah, to right. them. None. But hmm. to me, it's just like, you got to have these down periods. And like I said about the jazz, Last year, they fire sailed. Everyone was like, the Jazz are going to be terrible. There were portions of the season they were better than the Lakers. Oh, they yeah. were in playoff contention. Oh, they were good. So you oh, don't they were know. Good. Like, if the Raptors sell Pascal Siakam, regroups, uh, get some picks and a couple of bodies that like are unknowns to us, who knows? Like Maybe we could <laughs> still be in that same position that we would be in right now, but just right. with a better future. But right. That's a good thing. You want right. to have a bright future to look forward to. Right. I think you're you're right. You remember that? Um, I, th- I don't know if it was Sports Illustrated. I'm, I'm not too sure if it was, but it was the year after the championship where it was like there was a picture of Kyle, Serge, Mark, Norm, uh, Fred, Siakam, OG. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen a circle around and it's like, you know, once the person's gone, X, X, yep. X, X, right? And all we have left is Siakam and OG. I yep. think that's the problem with Toronto new Toronto Raptor fans is that you're you're holding on too tightly to something that was yes it was phenomenal what we did but I don't as as a Raptor fan since the beginning you don't want just one and in order to not just have one you have to make sure that the 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 future is bright you mm-hmm. know and I don't see that right now so you know, yeah, I think that 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 team was fantastic. Again, you know, if we weren't in the bubble, I feel like we would have won a, won another. Like we we should have beat Boston if it was in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, but it's that's you know hindsight's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? We we have to move forward, and I think that like if again I'm going back to it. If you're going to if you're going to tank, if you if you're going to sell those assets, then do it. If you're going to go all in, then do it. Yeah, don't stay in purgatory. That's that's all. I think that's all what all Toronto Raptor fan bases fan bases want. So, so final thing about the Raps, man. Do you think that there's going to be another deal coming down before the end of the season? No. You think this is that? You think this is it? Uh, Really? Oh man, that's that's kind of hard to take, man. Because like I already talked about the starting lineup. Like that's I don't know, man. Like like you said, what do you mean about a deal? Like you a gotta trade get a, or like a signing. You got to get a point guard. You got to get a point guard. This can't be it. Fine. You're, you're, you, you might be able to to barrel scrape and get a vet as a point guard. It's just not going to be exciting. Like It's not going to spring any thoughts of, oh, we got playoff aspirations now. I just think it's going to be <laughs> just kind of like we need a body. So we need yeah. someone to run some minutes and maybe we can load manage those minutes. Like your starting point guard that you're going to sign, your quote unquote starting point guard that you're going to sign, probably max out like 18 to 20 minutes. And like Scotty will handle point or Siakam will handle point right. or like you said Schroeder will take some minutes you're not looking for a bona fide point guard that will right. dominate minutes for it's just not gonna happen right right, right. and it's, he's not out there he's not out there no. for the minimum right 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 so. yeah I mean that like I love the Raptors man but that's a hard sell yeah you know what I mean like Sure, I'm. I, there's plenty of things that I'm excited for. I'm excited for Darko. I'm excited for year three mm. of Scotty. I'm excited for Schroeder coming off the bench. But as a championship contending team, with the with looking at the East, there's no way. Like there's no way you. 
that that's what bothers me you know like i get it i get it masai i get that you're one and and you know what you're probably listening of course you are you're a subscriber yeah. of that's a rap podcast 100 percent. but if you're you know 100 percent. if you're listening man like there is a point where you can tell your fan base yes live and die by the team but you you there's no way adam there's no way that he can say to eye to eye we can win a championship with this team there's no way no but all right so now i'm gonna play devil's advocate okay for a little bit you can look at the landscape of the east and you could be optimistic that the raptors as currently constructed should maybe be better if you squint. I don't necessarily think they will, okay. but like it's so top heavy. It is so top heavy. So Raptors are going to be better than the Pistons. They're going to be better than the Hornets. They're going to be better than the Magic. They're going to be better than the Wizards. The Wizards are going to tank for Bronny, and LeBron James is going to be a Washington Wizard next year. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're going to be better than the Pacers, even though they're an upcoming team. Your competition, Ooh. yeah, okay. your competition okay. Okay. is that murky water. They're, oh, they're going to be better than Brooklyn, too. That competition is okay. the Chicago and Atlanta Miami. Toronto soup. Yeah, and Miami because they're they're aging too, and I don't think Jimmy can recreate that magic. So you have that soup of those four teams. The Knicks are going to be better. These are your top five. Knicks, Cleveland, mm. Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. The, mm. That is not changing. You mm. can squint, and if everything goes right, you could be a 6-7 team. I don't think it's going to happen, and you're banking a lot on everything going right because yeah. nothing ever goes right completely. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, in all actuality, you're probably looking at another play in appearance, and that doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, I, 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 this is more of a, for me, this is more of a rant. I'm just, I, you know, sometimes <laughs> you think about it, right? And you talk amongst your friends and stuff like that, and you're thinking to yourself, am I the, one, am I the crazy one here? Do I really think that would I tell my team, would, would I tell my fan base that like, hey, we can go for it. We can run it back with this team. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like even he was, Masai was on the broadcast and I remember this very vividly. He was on a broadcast and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was the all-female broadcast. And I think he was being asked about the team. Like, you know, just generally. About, sure. Like, because you don't really get Masai very often on a one-on-one, right? And he even said you know, there's going to be some bumps on the road. And I think that was the first time you saw a dent in his armor. Mm. You know what I mean? And I want a little bit more of that. And not, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying for him to be like, we got a tank. Let's get us the hell out of here. Or maybe right. we, I, I am. I'm not sure. But at the same time, you have to be a little bit more humble, transparent, mm. humble with the, with this team. You have to be a little bit more reasonable. You know what I mean? You can't, I can't throw you a bunch. I can't give you a five and expect you to give me back a hundred. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, I, I can't, I can't see it with, with Masai and I, I want to be wrong, you know, because of the, the, but I'm just slowly taking off my Raptor rose colored glasses. That's, that's you, all it is. Do you is. think he believes it? Do you think he believes it? Or do you think this is selling I tickets? I think he believes that winning changes everything i i just don't think he believes it that he can win now but he's saying right he's right saying that's what i'm saying people, but but at the same time like you know what like how if i'm in his shoes what am i supposed to say right like now we're gonna lose for a couple of years 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what that, you say. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. I guess so, right? Because you're already, like, MLSC is raising prices. That's just not going down, right? Like, they're not bringing down, like, inflation is real. They're not bringing down the prices for you because the team isn't doing well, so you're going to have to sell it. So I get it. I get it. <sighs> but, you know, there's always... I, I'm just trying. I'm trying here. I, I'm trying. Dude, here. I hear you. But like, what bothers me is like, if he believes that the, as currently constructed, this is a team that can win the championship. I mm, mm. like, mm. I, I don't trust you. I'm sorry. dude. Like, <laughs> I have valid concerns, serious right. concerns of like, are you okay? Like, I'm not trying to like shit on mental health here at all. I don't mean it that way. I'm just like, are you sure you're, Seeing what <laughs> everyone else like, am I like benefit of the doubt? Was I am I missing something? Please inform mm. me of what mm. I'm missing and sh illuminate that so I can be. Oh, okay. Like I didn't notice that. I'm stupid. So please show me. Like thank you. I'm just not seeing it. I don't see like we like you mentioned it earlier. Pascal Siakam is not Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry, Raptors fans. He's just not. He's not a killer. He's not. Jimmy Butler is a killer. You I've always been a fan of jimmy butler i wish mm. we had him in his prime always been a raptor killer ironically enough it's true but it's true it's we don't have that guy and in order to get that guy we're gonna make the team worse because to get that guy you gotta trade bodies away especially like a dame we're gonna be worse so like yeah. you kind of have to pick a direction like you're saying one extreme or the other are you gonna go for it you're gonna go for a championship okay go for it and i don't know that we have the assets in the chamber to go for it so you have to go the other way we got a tank. We got. I'm. I'm. I've been team tank mm. since 2021, dude. I, I. I know. I know, and I, I'm aware of that. And I'm not saying that I'm. I'm full on tank because you always want a team, your team to succeed. But at the same time, it's like give me a direction, brother. Mm -hmm. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm asking for. That's all Toronto Raptor fans are asking for. Give us a direction. That's it, Adam. I appreciate you letting me vent a little bit. Oh, yes, me too. <laughs> Vets about the Raptors. Vets about well, not venting, just more talking about fatherhood. And I appreciate for you for doing that for me. Uh, but like we do on every episode, um, we always talk about our weekly recommends. And it could be, it could be, you know, not something not a basketball related. Of course, it could be sure. something like a uh, an album, a movie that you're going to watch, or something like that. You just want the the fans to 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 be aware of it. So, do you have a weekly recommend for us, brother? Oh, um, yeah, maybe Draymond will like this. I, I, I ah. <laughs> so I've been listening to a lot of metal, like a lot of metal. Recently. Hey, you know what? Me too. Okay. Me okay. Like metal. Like I, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I discovered this band called I Prevail. They're not great. They're not like a band that you put on. You're just like, this is something I need to absorb and <laughs> measure the intricacies of everything. Like if you okay. lift, this is great music to lift you. It's you just lift. great to like, to get angry with. It's fair, not, fair. it's not nothing profound, but it's just fun to listen to. So I right. prevail or bad omens, really solid band to exercise to, or to go for a walk with. If you're feeling upset, like just chuck them on. You'll feel better in no time. Um, hey. Yeah, that's it. Like I've just been, I love I've been driving to metal, man. It's good. It's so funny if you say that because I've also have been on this metal kick. So last week, I don't know if you ever heard of baby metal. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course I have, <laughs> bro. This is the, last week was the first time I've ever seen them or listened to them ever. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like in shock and awe. And I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. Just because of like the differences of you got metal and you got like K-pop going, you got J-pop mm-hmm. going. It's it, it, it's incredible. So yeah, I'm man. on this I'm on this like metal kick right now too. And so at this point, I think I saw like this uh Bill uh Bill Hader interview and and he was talking about a band called uh, Meshuga. Meshuga. Yeah. Meshuga? Yeah. Yeah. Hard. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, heavy. Good stuff, <laughs> bro. Good yeah. stuff. And and I I've just listened, you know, not not discography wise. I'm just listening listen to the pot, um, just like you know their top five songs, top yeah. ten songs. It's, again, I don't like. Listen, I'm I'm a I'm a, a I'm a, I have an eighth month old, so I don't have time to go lift right now. But I'm just lifting my baby. That's where I'm yeah. getting my strength. That's all you need. To do. <laughs> but, but if you if you need see need something at the gym or something, yeah, Meshuga is a. Uh, is quite a heavy, heavy style. Dre, let me know if you know who who that who that band is. But again, I hope so. I think so. He he he's full of. He's like a discography in himself. Yeah, and, he's well tapped. And if yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Adam, as always, brother, let them know. Let the let the fans know who you who, where they can find you. I know everyone knows about South of the Six, but it's always nice to hear what you have coming up. Yeah. So first of all, Jay, thank you for allowing me to be on the show. Um, it's always great talking to you. And uh, oh, your event session was just as much as mine about the Raptors. So, and and I hope that other fans are in similar situations, or at least can like hear us out when it comes to right. our concerns about the team. It's not right. like we're abandoning ship. We're not saying this team is worthless. Don't watch. Watch. Watch that. Even if they tank, watch. Hundred um, percent. But I, I I appreciate you having me on. Um, Connor and I are doing the the show again. We got to get you guys on, man. We got to get a, a, oh, a full to. collaboration on. Um, but Connor and I do the show again we're, during the season. We're going to do it on a bi-weekly basis. Uh, right now, we're just waiting for news to pop. Um, mm. Can't really talk about things that aren't there. Um, I know we have an episode. We're going to focus heavily on Grady Dick. We're going to focus heavily on Darko on another episode leading up. We're going to have our season preview as well so uh if you just find us search on any podcast platform that you listen to if you haven't already uh south of the six uh six is spelled the letter six and then sorry the number six and the letters ix um same thing with the twitter handle we're on there um i'm at adam corsair c-o-r-s-a-i-r on twitter connor is at at connor chambers c-h-a-m-b-e-r-s um hit us up talk to us i know connor has a lot of video game material going on i got the bills ramping up this season too Mm -hmm. um you still and, got the Jays yeah. too, man. I got the it's yeah. one of the most frustrating teams, but yes, I do have yeah. the Jays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean you did I mean Vladdy did win the home run derby. He did. You know, that that was a shiny moment. Uh I guess the last question, man. Jays winning it all or no? No. All right. Well, I, I think I already knew the answer to that one. All right. Well <laughs> until next time, Raptors fans. That's a wrap. <laughs>